0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs.
0: With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. And it's not every day that you get to talk to a player the likes of Willie Horton, who had a four-time All-Star career. He was a 1968 World Series champion. His number is now retired by the Detroit Tigers. And he joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Willie, we sincerely appreciate the time today, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Well, we're thrilled to have you. Willie, I I wanted to reminisce a bit on your career because here in St. Louis, the 60s are revered as one of the the prime eras of Cardinals baseball, and you were around, you were playing in that era. Can you tell our listeners that maybe are a little bit younger what it was like to be playing in Major League Baseball in the 1960s?
2: Well, it was a great honor that I, through my career, I got to meet a lot of great not only ballplayers, great Hall of Famers, and uh, and uh, one of the guys that's sitting out in my mind, one of y'all heroes in that town is Bob Gibson, and uh, and uh, in the game he pitched against us in that first game of the World Series, he was, he was untouched, he was, a, he was have beat anybody that day.
1: And Willie I'm I'm sure you didn't get to see the Cardinals that much playing in Detroit at the time but those can, I can only imagine the battles that the 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 Tigers and the Cardinals went through in the 60s because here in St. Louis when you hear about the 60s teams you think of Bob Gibson you think of some legendary names exactly. what were those what were those battles like for, in your opinion
2: Well it was great because it's uh comparison you know I never forget the World Series that year I think we won 110 games and uh Cardinals won 98 and they picked Cardinals to beat us and because the great year uh, they won the World Series the year before and they've been in the World Series the last few years and been they accepted a great organization and uh, I had the pleasure to meet great men like Red Shane Ding and then them guys and and and, and uh, you know just it, it was a great honor in that honor in that, during that time that way baseball was and you, I raised up I was very fortunate I I came up to Big League I was 19 years old and I was very fortunate to be around people like LK Line, Gates Brown, and Norm Cash and taught me how to become a true profession. is is important what you do off the field and what you do on the field and that's what the Cardinals kind of set the example for baseball doing that era
0: Willie, I remember in 2015, Madison Bumgarner kind of became the story of the sport in the World Series, or 2014, rather, when he became the story because he pitched three games in the World Series. Bob mm-hmm. Gibson did that against you guys in 1968, where he started game one, I think it was four, and then again in game seven. What was it like to go up against Bob Gibson when he was out there on the mound and you're stepping into the box? What was that experience like?
2: Well, it was a great experience for me because – uh I had experience with Bob Gibson back in spring training and uh getting going to get his autograph and, and uh yeah. over in, uh we was in Lakeland and uh never in spring training the year before that I played over in I played a game over in Winter Haven against Boston, didn't have to make the trip and the Tigers playing uh, St Louis Cardinals and Bob Gibson on pitch and I I made the trip just to get his autograph but uh I waited for him a long time and and then he finally comes through there, and he asked me, he was on my Ball, and he looked at me and said, "What position you play? Outfield?" And I ain't gonna say the words he said, but uh, but that's the competitor he was doing that era. That when uh, I'm glad I got to meet him after retirement, because was a fine young man. You know, all them years you hear about Bob Gibson is Bob Gibson, how bad he is. But Bob Gibson had a beautiful heart, as I learned that after retirement. But uh, just facing him that game one and. You know, he struck me out from the number seventeen strikeout. And uh and I never forget I remember Tim McCarb so I grunted on the ground. I don't remember that. But, <laughs> but I remember he struck me out and I know he had me I know what he was gonna do. He had me set up and knock me out with his slider, but and I found out later and the ball stayed in on me. I, and I couldn't do nothing and, uh, and I found out later and after we retired that uh he'd worked on a pitch for uh, Backup slider for Willie Mays and Hank Aaron, all them great hitters in the National League. And that's, that's strange to hear a pitcher talk like that. And it kind of made me feel good because I know at the time that ball sort of broke and I might have hit it if it had broke. But uh, that's what a great pitcher he was. I remember Norm Cash coming back in that same game. And after the first time at the bat, he said, Boy, this is going to be a short day today. <laughs>
0: I I'm curious. What was your pers- uh What was your relationship like with him after his career? Because we hear so much oh, about I'll the fierce you. competitor, but what was your relationship like with Bob Gibson off of the field?
2: Oh, I tell you, off the field, I found out going to the old timers game and going to the All Star game and being around him and the great heart he had. He had for, not only for the gamers baseball, the heart he had for the fan, and I learned then that but we. Ex- that we all go through in life. We play for the fans, and I learned then how much Bob loves competitive with himself, going out there every day and giving it all for the fans. But just knowing him as a person, I'm glad I got to meet him after retirement because going playing against him in a few All-Star games and, and in the World Series, that you heard Bob Gibson, Bob Gibson, I bet it, but then after retirement, I don't have the word the type of man he is. He was a beautiful human being for this game,
1: Willie. I'd like to dive into Bob a little bit further as a player because I'm I'm only thinking about this right now. I mean, we all know how great of a pitcher Bob Gibson was, but you were 25 in 1968, and I Mm -hmm. mean, you were fourth runner up to the MVP. So, an incredible season for you. What is that approach like going up against Bob Gibson? I mean, do you have a plan, or does he just basically take that plan and throw it in the trash?
2: I tell you going up against him, you, you at one particular game, Bob Gibson that was this day in the sun and uh, and and we was lucky to have on our team at the time, Eddie Matthews and Johnny Podger and them older veterans on our team and after he struck out of seventeen that first game, we sitting in the clubhouse, but them guys having them guys around we had to look at and say, Well, we had to get back to that we know the game too and uh but, uh but but just thinking about him that these guys at one game we faced them that these guys in the American National League for many years had to face him night in day out and at, at games that he pitched in that the competitor that he brought to the game and and he set example for all future hall of fame pitchers what he did on the field he was he was a great competitor on the field and i think he set example for all the great uh pitchers that was in the National league and went on being the hall of fame and then and, and a lot of people saw the example of bob gibson
0: we're talking to willie horton four-time all-star 1968 world series you know champion
2: what? I, I appreciate you saying four-time All Star. you know i got picked in seven and I, but i only played in four because i was hurt
0: really, really? is that
2: right yeah. so i was very fortunate that uh that I'm still uh, that uh, do you recognize that and but I uh, was fortunate that I uh, unfortunate that I didn't get able to flavor in four.
1: Well, we're changing that now, then Willie. You're seven time <laughs> yeah, all star. Seven time all star
0: Willie Horton. That's what we that's <laughs> what we needed. He's saying, you should have corrected me the first time. You should have been like, no, 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 no. BK, oh, seven time all star. But,
2: but it's just a lot of you know. I, I You know, I was thinking about it. Uh, Ref Gar called me the other day, and so Willie, really, you know, you about the last with the, the old guys. And I said, well, you know, now we got a few more left, great ball player like Tommy Davis, and uh, you got the Tony leaving. You got a lot quite, like few more guys left that we got to stick around and hope that uh, the game get back to the fans. You know, I see a lot of things going in the game now. We're getting away from going out there to the fans, but we got to get back and put the game back in the fans' hands.
0: Willie, what would you like to see done from that respect? Is there anything in particular that you think well, baseball can do? respect, I like to
2: see where we always did through the, my career as a player and played against guys and respect each other. But we we always had not uh, technology in the game, and I like to see them add that technology and, and mix it up with knowledge. You know, you can't put technology before knowledge, and I think this one is a thing that that I like to see get back where. It mix it up where you got to have both to make it work, and uh, and I appreciate and see everything that's what's going on today. But we got to get back, and as a hitter, you know it's a word that they use all the time. And as a hitter, and I see too many guys missing the fastball. If you if you don't hit that fastball, you should go home. You know, and and, and I learned that from Yogi Berra. When I was fourteen years old. You don't let no fastball, something straight, get you to catcher. And uh, but but I think it's it it the I think one word is that long jang that they talk about, and what it is, long jang ain't nothing contact. But contact, we learn to go through the ball. If they would add the knowledge with the, uh, the technology, with the knowledge, they understand what I'm talking about. they're going under the ball, you go through it. And uh, but that, but that's come from a lot of. We got to get back, and I think to the respect of respecting the pitchers out on the mound and learn how to approach the game and learn what what the game is about. That W. You know Willie Horton. I was proud I could bunt and hit get hit the opposite way and try to win the game. because so it's all about playing as the W. And, I, and as I go back and I, I learned it from a young age. I've been fortunate around coaches from my little league, high school coach, and to professional coaches and managers I had that it kept drilling that in to me. And that's that's the how if we get back to that game, that the number that the game is about the W. And you see more, I think small play you call it. Philly Martin type bunt hit the guy over bunt and get the guy in And it you ain't can't, everybody can't hit home runs all the time you got to learn how to get the guy over in scoring position uh,
1: Willie Will, you do uh, or you have been doing special advisor work with the Detroit Tigers and working with the front office I'm just curious where, where do you feel like that left the game or why do you feel like that left the game because you're working with some of the players that are in the game now compared to obviously the the game that you grew up in.
2: Well, I, well, I think it's what it is. I think a lot of players follow the direction what their coaches give them out of respect. First of all, you got a lot of good kids that you sign and come from good homes and stuff like that, and they respect me and they try to do everything you're telling them You I try to talk more with the coaches and, and people who are in the development department that try to add to what their knowledge don't, try to add to the kids' ability, which that their scouts saw. we got to get back to the knowledge what the scouts saw in their kid and add to his own ability and everybody out there and i think you don't change a person you add to his natural ability and i think we need to get back to that and that's what i said billy martin uh earl Weeble, and charlie dressing and and and, and case's the to attack baseball
0: willie final question that i have for you and thank you so much for yeah. the time today. What's your favorite baseball memory? When you look back, whether it be your career or uh, as a fan of the game, what's your favorite baseball memory?
2: Well, first baseball memory when I pitch hit and hit my home run at Tiger Stadium, and my dad was in the bleachers, and uh, he got put in and, and then little, they got a little lockup cell when you get into it with people, and I guess it was, he was sitting out in the bleachers and. And um, I'm so happy I hit a home run and tied the game and won the game against Baltimore. And and we waiting after the game I wanted to see Papa and Mom and mama, me, my mom and my sister was waiting for him. and I was where's Papa? And you know you you didn't dirt at your dad where he been. Here he come after all the lights off and he comes said let's go. And then I found out later from the ground crew what happened. And that's the hardest thing that I had with the Tiger organization. My dad would never sit down with a of family. That he loved sitting up in the bleachers.
0: That's incredible. And do you remember what year that was? Was that was that your rookie year? I think that was in '63 when I came up. Wow, that's amazing. That's awesome. I came up in the
2: '63. I think Gates Brown got hurt and. Kyle got hurt and I came up just
0: before the end of the year. Wow, that's amazing. Willie, this has been an absolute pleasure. we got to do this oh, again sometime soon. The Tigers and Cardinals don't play too often, yeah. but we've got to find a way to sneak well, you back I onto thank the show.
2: Well, thanks to two great organizations. Tigers raised me. I played strikeout on the wall when I was a kid, raised up in the Jeffrey Project. But the Cardinals and what they set, for example, for the all-baseball and the Tiger organization – uh, it, it, and we got other great organization. I had opportunity to go and coaching, uh, uh, coaching for Joe Steinbrenner and learn how smart an gen- uh, owner and gentleman he was. But uh, I'm, I'm just very proud. I'm still around, and I'm a little slow, but I'm still around. And I <laughs> hope the hardest thing is for me in the last year that uh, I I, couldn't, I can't go in the club. I was still on that major league rule with my age. And I hope they lift that so I can get them, so I can go in and be hand-on with the young people.
0: Well, Willie, we got to get you back out to the ballpark as soon as possible. I'm sure that that's got to be happening here pretty soon as things start opening up again. He's a seven-time All-Star, not a four-time All-Star. Seven. He was a 1968 World Series champion. We sincerely appreciate his time today. Willie, all the best. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Uh, thanks so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you, sir. Absolutely.